to the Black Blank Games podcast, episode 397? 398? I don't know, something stupid. One too many episodes. Wait, why are you still listening to this? Because somehow we have fans. Go invest on Wall Street Bets. Follow their investment advice. Make it two two and a half million dollars. You know, you do know that someone actually went through every uh, single buy a house with twenty five year roof. <laughs> like they went through and then every a Jap economy shitbox. Every single fucking advice from Wall Street Bets. Don't and worry. It turns out it was a negative investment all the way through. Don't worry. You you will be different this time, listener. Uh, you will I be should, different. In fact, there was a YouTuber uh, named oh, what's his name, Reese something. It was like, yes. he looks like a kid, but he's like thirty something. But yeah. uh, uh, he did some Wall Street betting, uh, but with a goldfish, and the goldfish <laughs> did a better job than actually trying to uh, do like the well, actual what? smart and proper way of doing Wall Street betting. Like, let, let me explain to you, okay, listener. Okay, you make a Wall Street bet. You get up, you get up two and a half million dollars. Okay, you buy a house with twenty-five year roof, a Jap economy shipbox, and that's your Goldilocks zone. Okay, that's your fortress of fucking solitude. Okay. Oh, sorry, Michael Reeves. That's uh, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael. Okay. Michael Reeves gave fifty thousand dollars to trade stocks to a goldfish. And the girl. And the goldfish did a better job than him uh, trying to do a better job than the goldfish. Like, it's just so funny. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Let me let me explain to you how, how this works, okay? Once you get up your two and a half million dollars, you buy a Jap economy shipbox house and all that fun stuff, okay? And then you put it into 2.5% and don't drink. It's great. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Fantastic. Uh-huh. The other thing you can do is just buy shitloads of Steam games and uh, get a bunch of Steam Counter-Strike skins. Oh, wait, you can't do that anymore. No, actually, what you do is you buy a bunch of Steam games and then you uh, get a bunch of Steam cards and you just return the games, but you keep the cards. So you yes. sell the cards and you get free money. Mm. So you just do this again and again. Uh, so you have to spend over about $15,000, but you still get that money back anyways. And then you can get a free Steam Deck. Yep. Isn't that a great deal? Yeah. I'm not sure if this will delete your account or something, but hey. You get a free Steam Deck. Yeah. Free. Steam Decks are all good. Free Steam Deck. Get the most expensive Steam Deck. It'll take you a long time to do all this in process, but get a free Steam Deck. I mean, you will get a monkey. Your monkey brain will go high. <laughs> you, you'd be like, man, I got this cool, fancy piece of technology. It works well. It has Steam, you know, support it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can run illegal software on it. It's great. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> oh, frick. Mm -hmm. And then they have to ask Nintendo, hey, Dolphin is on Steam. Is that OK? No. OK. Which I mean, to be fair, when you put something that is iffy on Steam, they're going to do their th they're going to do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, when you put porn on Steam. Well, the funny thing is, they let porn be on Steam, but it's just like its weird own ecosystem. Like, you have to actively really look for it. Mm -hmm. And it's also really weird because it, it, there's different tagging systems. Like, again, the tagging system works in a weird way on Steam. But if you were trying to find that type of stuff, it's like you have to look under three separate tags for no reason. Yeah. It's like it's just again, it's just weird and just obfuscated and they don't want to put an age gate on Steam. But that stuff is there and everyone kind of knows it, but it's hidden in some weird. It's so, so weird. <sighs> so, so weird. Mm hmm. It's just 
You think one day it might bite them in the butt, but who, who knows? And not in, and not in a hentai way. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Fair Steam Summer Sale was on. Yeah, I I haven't purchased anything. I did some purchasing, but it was more of like this game's two bucks. Oh, this this game's two bucks. Also bought that game for two bucks. Uh, so far the uh, the games I purchased was Pool Panic, Crosscode, which has been out for half a millennia, uh, Headlander, uh, Outcast 1.1, uh, Pedigree Tactics, which is a game I still I got actually it's it's one point four gigs of poorly drawn uh, tactics uh, game like looks like a 10 year old did the whole artwork of the, the whole game. But the game's supposed to be like really good as for their like uh, technical and just gameplay. Um, yeah, pedigree tactics is, is fucking weird. I got to play it because I've seen it. I'm. I'm looking it up right now. It's called Pedigree. P E D I G R E. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the whole game's art style is like, what the fuck? Looks like a 10 year old did the whole thing. Pedigree Tactics? Yep. Oh my god, this is beautiful. Right? It's so amazing. And again, the, it, the the thing that really pushes this game is that it has really deep strategy combat. Yeah. Should I buy Shovel Knight? I'm going to buy Shovel Knight. I mean, if you haven't, do it. Buy so much Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. I'm going to buy so much Shovel Knight. Uh, there's like four other games themed in the Shovel Knight universe. In uh, that Shovel Knight Treasure Travel Trails? Uh, hold on. Shovel... Shovel Knight, Treasure Trove. I think that's all three, unless there's uh Okay, so Treasure Trove is the regular game Shovel Knight, but it's been updated uh, with all the latest updates in that game. Mm-hmm. And eventually you get to a point in the game where you can play as the other knights. So you can play mm. Plague Knight. You can play as the... Uh, what was the other one? Death Knight? No, Scythe Knight? some night it's a night yeah it, all i know is that the only good night is a dead night but it's kind of cool though because you play each one of the characters different uh you know different ways of playing the game so plague night is just another different way of playing uh shovel knights levels and then you plus you get bonus levels mm-hmm. uh then you get to play as the King Knight, I think it's I think his name is King Knight. Uh, he plays, you know, different levels entirely. And also he plays a card game at the end. of the oh, yeah. Yeah. He plays card games at the ends of levels. And I think in between levels. Um, then who else? What other knight do you play as? Oh, and uh, what's his name? Pl- yeah. Plague Knight or no, not Plague Knight. The. The one that looks like has a scythe. He also has a completely different way of how you go through levels and how you traverse. And also his scythe turns into a skateboard. So when you see long rails, he just grinds them like a professional skateboarder. So it's pretty rad. Uh, what else? And yeah, like I would say get treasure trove because it's a lot of value. Uh... Oh, wait, hold on. Let me go back to that because I know there's other. Uh, there's like also Shovel Knight Dig, which is kind of not quite cell phone game. It's more in depth than that. Shovel of Hope and there's Shovel Knight Dig, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, Shovel Knight Showdown. Like there's there's been some Shovel Knight <laughs> business going on. Uh, let's see. 
What, what do you mean there's no results? I just typed it. Oh, I typed it in wrong. God. God. Yeah. I, I, I still need to buy stuff. I, I'm kind of like thinking about buying stuff, but it's like me, 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 me. Huh? Like I could buy stuff, but that costs money. It, I don't have money. It does. I think I get paid this week, but it's like after my after yeah. the concert. So <laughs> I get paid literally the day after the steam sale. <laughs> yep. Isn't and that, I'm like, isn't huh. that great? Isn't that great? Yeah. Fantastic. It's. Yeah, I'll probably set something up to do. Right away. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh. Oh, I played video games. Guess what? You have you played a video game. I, I played Halo Infinite. I played Battle Bit. I played Bolt Gun. I played more video games. Holy I, shit. I am actually a gamer, in case you haven't noticed. What? I do gaming a lot of gaming. That's crazy. Also, I got to sit there and say this right now. Oh. Um, my name is Jeff Rock. And I'm here to ask you a question, Josh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is a man not entitled to a six foot big titty tomboy GF? Uh, uh, no, says the man on Twitter. She's clearly transgender. No, says the man on Reddit. It's a statistical anomaly. No, says the man on 4chan. Flat is justice. <laughs> I reject those answers and instead choose something different. I choose to find a six-foot-tall, big-titty tomboy GF. That is my decree to you. So there's a new Superman series out. Ah. Um, I need to watch the first episode before I make a comment on it. But they changed some characters' skin colors, and apparently that's controversial. And Clark is like a fucking manlet, and it's kind of really sad. A what now? Manlet. I think I need a definition of that. Hold on, let me get you a definition of manlet. Because I'm like, I don't know, he just looks... From the little clips I've seen on YouTube and stuff, he just looks like... Clark Kent cannot control his powers. Oh, I see. And I have a problem with it. Oh, I see. Because you have 18 fucking years where Clark Kent should be allowed... Like learning to control his powers Right And He He can't Huh So like he touches his alarm clock And it explodes Yeah Yeah. And I would have preferred it if it was A little bit different Where he could just actually control his powers That would be very nice Um a manlet is a man whose height is above midget level, but well below that of any other man. They tend to be very muscular and wide without a neck. That is the definition of a manlet. Okay. Okay. Uh, another, another, <laughs> another example. A short stature, strong male under 5'6", trying to overcompensate their height, mainly using their hate against... Short masculine men 90% of the hate comes from men over 6 feet That is extremely steady Or extremely fat 5% comes from insecure women Who are over 5'10 5% comes from low confidence People who are unhappy with themselves Tall, frail, very fat men Hey look at that man He's so short and muscular Okay <laughs> Oh my god Sure So I have a problem with it they have a I have a problem with series Uh huh So I need to watch it So what's the uh, age Of Batman in the series I don't know Batman's not in the series I mean sorry I know that I mean uh, Age of Superman I meant to say Uh 22 
Huh. And he's in Metropolis, and he's do, they're doing the shtick of, like, he can't control his powers. This is the first year. These are, like, the opening first years before Lois Lane and him start dating. Ah. Uh. And... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I actually approve of the character designs. Um, I approve of Jimmy Olsen being black. I approve of all of this stuff. Because I don't really give a shit. At the, because end, the, at the end of the day, it's still... If they're treating the characters right, it doesn't matter who the fuck they are. Yeah, if Jimmy Olsen's black, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. The The problem the problem comes in the form of, like, Jimmy Olsen's not a guy who's going to, like, smoke crack cocaine and like overturn a bus now there is a jimmy version of jimmy olsen who might do that and that is a different universe than the normal dc economics universe but that's not this universe and because it's a multiverse dc can kind of play with that stuff a little bit more if that makes sense okay so I I kind of need to watch it. It looks really good. I'm kind of really excited about it. Okay. And yeah, I I mean, again, I see some clips from YouTube and or Twitter, and it's like, oh, it looks like a decent show. Although the gimmick of of uh, the kid, Superman character, like knock trolling his powers by the time he hits Metropolis, like I. Maybe there's like some sort of like if, latency in the powers or something. Yeah, if the if the if the point of it was that Clark had eight years and then when he wakes up in the morning, he taps something and it explodes. That's a funny joke. And he goes, oh, God, I woke. I, I'm tired. I need to wake up a little bit and stuff like that. That would be funny. But the way that they're doing it is not the best, ah. per se. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> like, that's the stuff that annoys me about the show is like, I, I actually kind of like, I like the idea of it. I think it's funny. Mm. I, I think that this might be a really good show, but... My issue is Clark Kent should have control of his powers and Superman should be Superman. And if you want to do a series focused on Lois Lane, Lois Lane's interest, it's Lois Lane's most interesting aspects of her character removed from Superman or before when she's actively fighting Superman to be a better reporter than Clark Kent Mm. or when Superman dies and she's literally the last scene with Superman is her holding Clark in his arm, in her arms, knowing full well that Clark is Superman. Mm. So, so like, I don't know. I need to watch it. I could probably love it. I'm probably going to love it. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do anything cool this week or in, or remotely interesting did you play battle bit no did you play bolt gun no did you watch any youtube videos or read any news uh probably but i don't remember anything because my mind's like a goldfish just See bad thing go, ah, oh, Jesus, that's a bad thing. And then it just fades out of my mind. Um, okay, well, I got a news topic that we can talk about. Oh. Um, from Shaq News. Oh. Um, so not one of those old shitty websites, you know, I love going to and stuff like that. We check the ground in news. They're not. Let me see if they're NewsGuard certified. Yeah, suggest the site for news. Okay, we'll go to PC Gamers, see if PC Gamers. Or I can look at boobs. Hmm. Rock, paper, shotgun. Uh, accept all cookies, you fucking pieces of shit. News guide. Okay, whatever. 
Um, so we'll go. So Shaq. So from Rock Paper Shotgun, Bell Bit has sold 18 million copies in the two weeks since the blocky Battlefield game blew up on Steam. Uh, Battlebit Remastered has a low-poly, massive multiplayer shooter, perhaps best described as Battlefield by the way of Roblox, has sure shifted a lot of copies since it became a viral sensation a couple weeks ago. Uh, Battlebit Remastered launched into early access on June 15th, and it's quickly approaching 2 million sales in about two and a bit weeks, according to recent interviews with Coder Sergeant Okay, Doki on how to market a game. Um, while those numbers look impressive, they are impressive. Sergeant offered more sobering take on Battlefield, which revealed that it's not quite, not to be quite the overnight success it seems. The game was three-person dev team announced Steam Greenlight over six years ago, running weekly weekend play tests to help refine the layout, maps, and balancing in the game, and. That shows. Ah. Uh, that shows a lot. So there's a reason why it showed up out of nowhere and it's like, look at this, it's good. Yeah, look at the tits. <laughs> look at these blocky tits. The only thing that's missing from this game is boobs. <laughs> it's really, I want there to be Tomb Raider big triangle boobs. I need to. I want to see the boobs on the robot on the battle bits. You know, as a matter of fact, forget the shooting and the military aspects. I really need to see the triangle wedge on the front of a chest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I need to see. I need. I need to be disappointed in humanity when I look at this game, and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, shooting feels solid. Networking feels great. You know, had to listen to a bunch of my friend when he was playing at Bitch and complain about how his game can run. That was fun. Mm. Around 2018, 2019, the team decided to shift the game to more arcade-like feel, feeling its low policy gave players a false sense of the gameplay, which to that point uh, simultaneously approached like Arma, the interview noted. Uh, if screenshots... Our game, yada, yada, yada. By 2024, years into development, the game saw 100 concurrent players for the first time while still running weekend tests. It would take another two years to the game start gaining real momentum. Seeing it follows on Steam, accelerated from the single digit thousands to over 50,000 by the end of 2022. Right, so this game came out right around the time of... I think it was... Battlefield 2042. Yeah. And people were saying to buy this game over Battlefield 2042. And it just kind of seems like as if like this game is really deserving of the respect and love because it shows it. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's a little bit of news story. Josh, do you have a comment on that? Uh, I mean, it's to hear that they're, they're like they were working on it the whole time <laughs> and it got to be like you know <laughs> the way it why it got, it got popular all of a sudden is because like people are like dude it's actually really good now no yeah. ser- seriously it's really good take a look yeah. at it uh trying to think of other gaming news oh uh that whole when was it that debacle with Microsoft um, buying out? Was it trying to buy out Activision and Blizzard? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just I remember seeing a video from Load Ready, Load Ready Run with their they have a comedy. It's comedy slash uh, uh, news segment of like with video game news. And the video game news from the the last week was that the uh, someone had to scan in documents for what their support of uh, what was that? What Sony wanted their support of uh, like, you know, the whole debacle is like shouldn't buy out Activision because Sony will be cut out entirely. And there's absolutely for whatever dumbass reason that 
Microsoft would should share everything across the board. But no, they're going to just gobble it up and not do anything because they've done this before and yada, yada. I uh, have a new, very interesting but opinion. An, I was going to say there's a new tidbit of news where Sony uh, had to submit some documents and scanned it in. Uh, apparently the ink that they used to block out some characters in the document didn't block it out entirely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can read the whole fucking thing without a problem. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. So it turns out uh, Sony, uh, whenever someone like, you know, let's say, you know, Activision wants to put their game on multiple platforms. And of course, the whole big deal is about Call of Duty. And Sony just Sony and the document says like, yeah, it didn't cost us a dime and we make so much money. Like, <laughs> like it was a lot. It was a certain amount of money, too. It was like three mil or so, something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was just like the the details in this document that you could read that are, you know, if the when the ink was light enough, you could read it like it was just like, wow. You know, this, it's weird because it start it starts slowly to turning out that Microsoft literally doesn't know how to sell properly because yeah. it comes down to a point of like, oh, you're just mentally retarded to how to sell because you're buying something to try to make more money. But then you go, no, this is mine only for my shit. And therefore, you're cutting off your own face because of it. Like, it doesn't make sense. You want you need to sprout out as far as you fucking can. But then you whatever reason you decided to go, no, I don't want to. So therefore, your nose is getting cut right the fuck off. Like, it makes no sense. I mean, okay, so I have like a very different opinion about how Microsoft is acting. And my opinion is very simple. Uh huh. Um, the way Microsoft is acting when it comes to Call of Duty is very obvious that they're probably going to be taking control and not giving any. any like actual like copies to Sony or any versions of that game franchise to Sony ever again. Yeah, clearly. Whereas like the way that they're handling Starfield was that initially the reason why they bought it was because they found out that Starfield was going to be a Sony exclusive. So they panicked and then immediately bought Bethesda. Ah. And like, my personal opinion is like, well, that's kind of a shitty thing to do, Microsoft. That's kind of a dick thing to do. I'm just saying. But like at the same time, it's like this is Sony has done the same thing multiple times over. In very many ways. And it's not like Sony is like innocent in these entire proceedings, because the only reason why the Activision deal isn't going through is because Sony basically went... It, it, it negatively impacts us and regulators were like oh it does negatively impact you and now they're seeing they're saying well Nintendo's not actual competition so I, it's 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 there's two there's two dicks in this story unfortunately and both of them are equally annoying per se um and it's just kind of, you know, two and a half of a one, six and a half of another. I don't know. It's it's the whole thing is just completely screwed up. Pretty much <laughs> like just f fucking screwed up and weird and just like for fuck's sake. I you know what? At the end of the day, I hope everything explodes horribly. And no one gets it what they want. How dare you? I don't want anyone to explode. Like, I really I want Microsoft to lose the deal. I want my I want Sony to somehow get f fucked over. I want like Nintendo get dragged in somehow. I want like I want absolutely everyone just to get screwed over by it somehow. So you just want PC gaming to win. 
I mean, at the end of the day, who, who can you pick at for PC Get? No one. Like, absolutely no one. You just want PC Get. I approve of this. <laughs> like, it's just so, like, this whole thing is just so fucking dumb. Like, there's a, there's a reason. Like, at, at the end of the day, it kind of boils down to, like, oh, you should just get a PC anyways. But it's like, but there's a reason why consoles exist, because you just want to plug it in and work and then not have to worry about the other things you have to deal with it. Like, it's... But, but Josh, you're not making sense. Are you saying that you don't want PC gamers to win? I'm saying that I want games absolutely everywhere where they need to be. Because... Mm. Damn, <laughs> this whole this whole like fiasco is just fucking stupid. You're stupid. <sighs> Sometimes. You're you're my favorite stupid person. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> I'm the I'm my least favorite stupid person, but that's besides the point. Um. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I think the Sony, the way the Sony has been handling that this entire thing has been like dicky. And I think that Microsoft, like the, the documents that have come out about Microsoft, it's like, hey, uh, you're kind of a jackass there, Microsoft. And it's very obvious to like where the problem kind of lies. And I agree with you. Like if everyone lost, it would be fine. Yeah, but. Like, I, if this court case somehow went down to the point of no one got anything what they wanted, I'd be like, good. Thank no, God. No, no, no. Wait, no, Josh, I got it. OK, you know uh -huh. what you want? You know what you want? OK, you want the court case to somehow go through the courts, Microsoft to win. And then because Microsoft has won, they have the infinity gauntlet of gaming. So they just immediately cause another crash. Crash 2.0, we'll call it, okay? Electric Boogaloo. It destroys every single AAA developer except for maybe, like, EA. I don't know if I want EA to live. EA and 2K, okay? But how about they live, but they're super, like, down, back to, like, indie development? They're back to, they're back to where they were in the when... In the 90s? Yeah, or the early, or the late 2000s. Where you were like, oh, yeah, like they're an actually half decent company. Like people actually like them. They're actually really nice. Nice. So like you're like, oh, OK, but it's just them. OK, and Activision, you know, they're basically like Bobby Kodak's arrested. And Activision basically is now just a collection of studios that's largely independent. OK, so you get your new Tony Hawks, you get your new Call of Duties. You know, they're all all of the studios are just scattered to the wind. Activision as an organization is no longer existing. OK, mm, right. OK. And then you get your Ubisoft. OK. And Ubisoft, there's not really a whole lot salvageable. But so they just go out of business. But. And I'm saying this, but uh, because, you know, we're nice and we we need to be nice to them. Um all of their games get uh, free independent support. Right. So they become open source great games. Okay. Can't, can't wait. And, and because, you know, this is unprecedented times, we figure out cloning and we clone Ryan Davis back to life. I... So the thing is, you do that, and it's not going to be the same hit person. I know. <laughs> like, we actually went back in time and we grabbed Ryan Davis and then brought him forward in time and then shoved him and then made sure that the sleep apnea didn't kill him. Somehow. Yes. We ignored the weeks. <laughs> Got to the front of the house and rang the doorbell and ran away. We just kicked the door repeatedly. Kick the door in, run away. Kick the door put the sleep apnea mask on him and just be like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Give no. him CPR. No, actually, uh, what would actually happen is uh, try to, uh, what was it, like, 
probably kick in the door, try to wait, uh, wake up the spouse or something. Spouse will come in. Then we just take out the spouse, but not in like take out in the bad way. Just more of like, OK, get in the house and save, save Ryan. Then explain the situation. We're travelers from the future. This is amazing. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this is the most amazing story we've ever come up with. <laughs> I thought you were bad taste. It's just... This is entirely bad taste. Oh, it's probably entirely bad taste. <laughs> hey, look, you know, nobody has an issue. If we conveniently save Ryan Davis's life. Uh, just find that stupid time machine, OK? OK. I will build a Del I will buy a DeLorean. Yep. Because everyone knows a DeLorean. Okay. I can't get a blue box. Okay. Okay. And phone booth doesn't really work. Um, They've all been destroyed. What about that movie where you sit in a box, but you have to live in it? That sounds like hell. It's no, it's a movie. It's a high concept movie about time travel. I forget. Mm. I forget the name of it. But basically, it's the concept is basically these guys discover time travel. But the thing about the tri time travel box is that you have to basically sit in this time travel box for that extended period of time in which how far you want to go back. So mm. if you want to go back 20 years, you have to stay in this box for 20 years. So it's, you know, a bit of a bit of a thing. Um, but Do uh, I have access to the Internet. I don't know. Maybe it, it will be weird because let's say you vented this box. You go back past that box period of being present. Are you still are you still going to exist in the present in the past where the box doesn't exist? Oh, that, well. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're also forgetting that. OK, if you do control time, you you still have to figure out the the space uh you know, space and like space, there's time and space and the space part is going to be complicated because everything's moving. If you went what three seconds in the past, you're going to be going, you know, you're in the stratosphere at that point. Because that's not the same position you were before. Mm. So <laughs> it's comp. Yep, it's, it's time travel. How, it's fucking stupid. How, how is this different than real life? Uh, I don't know. You, you mean the, the time travel thing we have, the time travel things that we have to, have to go and lie on when we wake up in the morning? Called, yeah. a, called a bed? Yeah. <laughs> I, I still love that skit. I think I'm not sure if it's a Waze Kids, you know, or some of some other group, but it was like, I found a time travel machine. It's great. It's uh, you. You lay it's called a bed and you lay on it and you get and you arrive eight to seven hours later in the future. Oh, man, that sounds like a wonderful thing. <laughs> it's so stupid. So he makes a big deal of how we've discovered time travel and it's like it's a he shows it off. It's like, look, I found it. It's like, that's a bed. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about? Oh, uh, another news. Um, I was playing Magic the Gathering this past Saturday, and uh, I got crazy lucky with a poll. Uh, I mm. got a uh, what's called a serialized card and mm -hmm. uh, in one of my packs. And yeah, I potentially that serialized card is uh, somewhere hovering around a grand or two. So, so you have a grand of money uh, and a Magic Gathering card. <laughs> so and are you going to sell it? I'm I'm thinking of selling it, although uh, that's the problem is like eBay takes a portion of it, so. It takes mm. like, what's it, 14%? So they'll take like another 100 bot, uh, like 100, 200 bucks, to, depending how exp expensive it is. 
Hmm. But the thing is crazy, though, is that uh, I've been talking to the store owner about the uh, those different types of cards and like how much they're selling for. And like, depending on the version of the card you get and also depending on the the which serialized card you get and what number it has that also increases the value of the damn thing because it's like did you get the funny meme number version of it did you get the really good card did you get the really good uh card that's playable did you get the card that's trash did you did like uh, uh, like there's a bunch of weird little itty bitty details about it that makes the value go crazy high or crazy low kind of just a bit nuts uh oh and also apparently uh in the new magic gathering sets uh the lord of the rings shit uh you can get a soul ring in the set that is the uh was it the soul rings that were supposed to represent the rings of the elven people and the dwarven people and the human people uh and all all that shit and then there was the one ring uh, you said there's cards representing each of those rings, but apparently there's a serialized version of those soul rings, and there's also not serialized versions of those soul rings. And for whatever reason, the the not serialized versions of those cards are going for a fuck ton of money, where this feels like the serialized versions of those cards are going for just this equal amount of, of fucking retarded money. Which kind of like it's almost equal, which makes no sense. But whatever. Makes sense. Because like the other one is printed more. It's like, what was it? The Elven Rings or se- there's seven of them. No, the Elven. Well, how many Elven Rings are there? Ten. Mm-hmm. Or something. So they printed. Ten. Yeah. So they're like they printed like a hundred of the serialized ones, and then there's they added a zero for the non-serialized versions. But then. So it's like I it th- you think the other ones would be cheaper, but they're not. It's just it's mm-hmm. just weird. Just weird. And also brings up discussion of like, oh, no, Wizards of the Coast is pushing, you know, serialized cards and they're also pushing the power level of the game, too. How dare they? I mean, it's. It's kind of disgusting because modern before Modern Horizons, I would say Modern Horizons 2. Modern Horizons 2 was the set that really pushed me out of playing modern simply Mm. because like, oh, you can kind of get by with playing your weird jank modern build because it can work and it'd be fine. And Mm -hmm. like sometimes you like you would lose some games, but you win some games. And it's like you play medium and that's fine. Uh, But the thing is sucks though with Modern Horizons 2 is that there's so many good cards in that one set that it gets to a point of like, oh, this jank build I used to play, can I still play it against this, uh, like the one card, like especially all of the, was it the Aeons, the Furies? Anyway, all the, there's all these different um, elemental cards you could play for free if you discard a card from your hand. And they all do different abilities because one of each color. And the, the red one in, in particular is the worst simply because it pings, uh, it could ping, what was that, four damage divided uh, any way you want to choose. So it's like, oh, you just, someone's playing elves and you just play a single fury and you just wipe their board. Like, without paying any mana. Like, <laughs> it's kind of bullshit. Like, it's just kind of like a lot of like the niche, pl- like tribal decks of like, you know, what you want to play elves? Sure. Oh, you want to play some fast, fast, janky deck? Sure. You can do that. You want to do yeah. this or that? Yeah, you could you could get away with it. But like with the new with Modern Horizons 2, it just made it like fucking absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. I'll just play Commander more. <laughs> yeah, play more Commander. I don't know. Every single time that I play Commander, I always have fun. So, yeah. I mean, that's the it's a weird that's also another weird thing that I, was I should ref, I should replace rephrase that. I have fun when I'm not getting my ass kicked in by a <laughs> domestic abuser. Fucking uh, God damn it, Stefan. <laughs> that God. was funny. 
Oh, we should. I think the next time I jump in that server and stuff, and we're like, oh, we're playing commander. I'm like, okay, let me bring in the deck. I'll just stop Stefan to the floor. I'm just gonna, you know, calmly uh, murder Stefan. And then when I'm like, Josh, what are you doing? Revenge is sweet, Josh. It wasn't even you who fucking did it. I know, but you can't do anything. (laughs) Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. Stomp into the floor. I'm just killing, you know, the biggest threat. Floor stomp. Power bomb. Through table. Mm -hmm. That's on fire. Fire. (laughs) Uh. Yep. Yep. Uh, how 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 many minutes are we at? I got 48. 40 I got 40. I got 48 minutes too. I think that that's a podcast, but thank you everyone for listening to Black Mike Gay's podcast. Uh thank you Josh for joining me. Thank you listener for listening. You're all pieces of shit. I'm going to watch try to watch figure out how to fucking watch this stupid uh Superman show so that way then I don't play video games tonight and hate my life. Not, not okay, listener. You're not a piece of shit. Okay, you're just you chose to listen to us. Thank you. <laughs> Jeff is the piece of shit. Just send all your hate mail to Jeff at Jeff at gmail dot com. No, 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 no. You're you're mis- You're forgetting it. Okay, you uh-huh. have to send all your hate mail to uh to. That's not my email, by the way. You have to send my your hate mail to uh. Fuck, what's a funny actual fucking thing? You know what? It would be really funny if we did this. C-B- Go C- on Twitter. CBT. Then, CBT. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> go on Twitter and tag uh, uh, who's a random person. Uh, at Big Red. Uh, that's Big underscore Red underscore BT. And tell him how much you hate the Black Mind Games podcast. And when he goes, I don't even know what the show is. Just tell him that he was on the show once. <laughs> Do exactly, it. It's funny. Exactly once. Do it during a live stream. Oh, oh God. All right. It will be especially funny. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good night. Save it for the podcast, but no. Not a smart individual, Josh. Are you recording, by the way? I am hitting. Oh, I just hit the button as soon as I came in here. Okay. Okay. So, so again, we have to go over this again. I cannot believe that you use the word bussy in a fucking text document. <laughs> God damn it. And. I can't believe that, you know, me being so oblivious of this fact, you know, <laughs> it works. Even, it makes it even funnier, even the, the funnier. Fa- Listener, let me explain to you what a bussy is. <laughs> it's just a uh, think the front bussy, but it's the back. Next thing you know, Josh is going to start saying the word bonus holes. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Urban Dictionary, the source of all slurs and stuff like that. Bussy, boy pussy, the asshole of a man. D- used in sentences. Me, dad, dad, I just wrote an honest definition of bussy on Urban Dictionary. Dad, where is my dad? <laughs> oh, no. I just love how me being a dumbass and cannot fi- for the life of me spell the word busy properly at all.
<laughs> leads to this situation. Here, here's what here's what I'm learning. Okay, I need to get Josh shitloads of hentai games, and then we need to go to a strip club for like. Yeah, I don't know why you keep referring to a strip club every time. And then and then I just need to calmly walk away and not be there. Uh huh. Yes, this is important. Because if I am there, that's bad. If you're there by yourself, that's funny. Uh, that your whole joke is just to ditch someone at a, a strip, club. strip club. Which I'm not sure if that counts as funny. Yeah. It's, it's not, but it's not funny to the person being ditched, but it's hilarious for me. Anyways, uh, shall we sink and start the show? Sure. Sink in three, two, one.